Hello, and welcome back to EdChoice Chats. I'm your host, Robert Enlow, President and CEO of EdChoice, and this is another edition of our monthly debrief series about what's going on in states with school choice. I'm excited to be joined by our state director, Lauren Hodge, and our director of policy, Jason Bedrick. We're going to give you a full-on roundup of what's been going on around the country with school choice. And surprisingly, overall, it's better news than we might have thought at the beginning of the year. So let's start with Lauren to talk about South Carolina. Well, that's fantastic news, and I really appreciate hearing about all the work that you've been doing, all the research we're providing down there, the data, all the coalition building, and really just providing support to the local groups and local efforts so that they can get their job done better and better and faster. So thanks. What other states have you been working on, Lauren, that we should hear about? Well, that's good news to hear that at least it's progressing a little bit. The bill isn't perfect. We know that. You know, it's surprising that Mississippi is having such a challenge helping its special needs families. And I know our local partners there are working with us, and we just need to keep them on the right track to help those policymakers understand how important it is for special needs families to have more options. Lauren, any other states that you're thinking about?
Well, that's great. So let's move on then to some of the other parts of the country. And Jason is an interlude. I will talk a little bit about Indiana. So for those of you who don't know, Indiana finished its session on Wednesday because at that time, the Big Ten tournament was starting and legislators wanted to get out of town because that's what they want to do because their hotel rooms are taken up. So we left on Wednesday. And educationally, the session was fairly disappointing. There was no movement on increasing the eligibility in the voucher program. We were working on getting an increase to include siblings and members of the military and foster care kids. That was not included in the final resolution, the final bills, and so we were very disappointed about that. Moreover, there was one thing that passed on charter schools. It was a provision that would have allowed, or that will allow, school districts to allow some of their local property tax dollars to be given to charter schools if they choose. So that caused a lot of kerfuffle here because the language is the, the district may choose to do that. It was not a forced provision. So there may be some school districts that share their property tax. We'll see. The likelihood of that is probably not great. So all in all in Indiana, while we played a lot of defense and kept a lot of bad things off the book, we also really didn't go forward as much as we thought we would have gone forward. That's sort of your interlude of the Midwest. Jason, why don't you take us out west?
I'm going to just add to that, if you don't mind. So one of the things that is important for our listeners to know, I mean, Ed Choice is about families, right? And so we, and students. And so, you know, the idea that Arizona is empowering its resident students to get the best option, regardless of where that is, that's just a no-brainer to us, right? And the logic of the opposition, if you really follow it to its conclusion on a number of things, ends up being basically throwing us back into the 1700s, which is you can only eat where you live, you can only go somewhere where you live, you can only talk to someone where you live, the money has to stay where you live. You know, by their own logic, no one should be able to go to any public school district or frankly even move to another public school district. Reality is, is we have to be at Ed Choice, which is what we are about students and student-centric. We're not about systems. We're, we're not about schools. We're about students and families. And so, you know, this change in Arizona, while small, is actually a really important change, right? It's really important to be having Ed Choice at part of that to make sure that we say we stand for families.
this is a terrible initiative. We know it's a terrible initiative. And, and some of the thinking behind it, if you watch the Twitter conversations with the families who have special needs kids talking to the people who are collecting signatures, the kind of language that's coming out from the people who oppose school choice is just literally offensive and disgusting. And so, you know, we hope that they don't actually get enough signatures for the initiative and, and that it doesn't even get on the ballot because the families are pushing back really hard. So, you know, when you look across the country, we haven't even mentioned New Hampshire where we've actually seen a bill die that was uh, trying to hurt school choice. And so from New Hampshire to Florida, from Arizona to Maryland, you know, throughout all throughout the Midwest, you're seeing lots and lots of movement still on the issue of school choice, lots of discussion on the issue of school choice, which frankly, I think surprised all of us uh, at EdChoice a little bit that we thought it was going to be a little bit uh, slower of a year. So we're really excited to see these chains. And I know we're going to get back to you guys in our, one of our next chats with a fuller explanation of the Arizona initiative. But I just want to say thank you to our team and say that this has been another edition of Ed Choice Chats. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast on platforms such as SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Stay up to date with what's happening in school choice across the country. Follow us at Ed Choice on Twitter and Facebook and our website, obviously, edchoice.org. We really appreciate all your support. Thank you very much, and we'll catch you next time.